What is up guys, it is Hot Take without the Hot Take here and we are back once again on a Friday night for Junior Senior 2 Views. I'm here with Senior once again. Hello folks, it's Friday and you know what that means. We had Super Bowl. Super Bowl! We're going to get straight into Baby. it. We're not going to not we're not gonna screw any, around. Let me tell you something. Brady's done it again. Let me tell you something. We're all screwed. No, he's, we're not. He's the Death Star. Let's make something very clear and I'll make it very clear because I was it was on my mind today. Okay? This is what you need to understand. He just won't die. This is what you need to understand. Okay? And people need to uh, surrender to the greatness. And that's the thing in sports is we want to see people fail. But this is this is what it is. Think about let's let's he take is, let's think is. in context for a second. A year ago, Tampa Bay didn't even get near the playoffs. They went, I think, seven and nine and missed it with right. Jameis Winston. Never famous Jameis. Uh, famous Jameis becoming, I think, the first member of the 30-30 club. Right. 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. So what do they do? They get they they convince Tom Brady to come down there, and what does he do? Brings them a championship. But let's let's just put it in the context. Same with Gronk. I'm a Giants fan. We we're both Giants fans. So you think about the fact that couple of things that we need to draw from this is Tom Brady, the first quarterback to a be present in Super Bowls in three different decades. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Seven Super Bowls. He has more than a franchise. The next nearest franchise. Okay. That's, That's ridiculous. The only closest quarterback to win more multiple titles is Joe Montana with four. Okay. This is what you need to understand about Tom Brady's greatness. And I think people need to put that in context. Tampa Bay was nowhere to be found as far as attracting anybody. Now, if he if he's if he's coming back, now I, he said he's coming back. I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady said, We're good. I pulled the, I pulled the Kawhi. I did one season, I got them a championship. I don't need to prove anything else. It's it's Well, dumb. who are they gonna get a quarterback? Because it's Gronk and Brady are a package deal. Well, look, I'm just throwing it out there. But let's just put let's just keep things. Let's talk comments. about the game itself. Let's talk about the game. Um yeah, Kansas City got smacked. They it got was beat down. A, it was a shellacking. And I'm gonna blame it on their suspect O line. They were missing a couple starters, but Mahomes was running for his life. He didn't have anywhere to go. He had nowhere to go. That defense, I was concerned I knew that defense needed to step up to win this Super Bowl. Well, and that's what they did. Look, that's what they did. Let me tell you something. The Kansas City Chiefs also had 11 penalties for over 120 yards. Some of those penalties were so egregious, though. That that pass interference penalty late in the game, oh, late in the first half, late know. in the first half. That was terrible. Look, that was that was a horror. Yes, I know a lot of them were self-inflicted wounds, but two of those penalties were horrible. The holding call. And this and the pass interference; those were totally egregious. Let's understand that pass interference situation in the toward the end of the first half. Basically, the idea is if Mike Evans did not get tripped up, who's to say he would have got it? Probably not. But the issue was he made contact with the Kansas City player, let him run, and he didn't make contact with him. We wouldn't be talking about them getting closer to a touchdown, and then perhaps it's a different score. But I will tell you this much, and I agree probably with wouldn't you. have made much difference. I agree with you. The fact that Patrick Mah- Patrick Mahomes is doing everything possible to try and will Kansas City back, but it's the first time he was playing on an injured toe. Not even that. 
he had nowhere to throw to. Tyreek Hill was double teamed. Kelsey was pretty much covered. McCall Harmon was nowhere to be found. And let's put out special mention to Tommy Thompson, the punter. Two bad kicks that put Tampa Bay in a position to score. And, and also, what the hell is the honey badger talking about? What? Why are you going to be insulting the goat like that? Are you serious? Look, insulting the goat like that, and then going on Twitter and playing the victim. Are you serious? Look, come on, man. End of the day, come on, man. You, if you ins- you, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Look, Tom Brady is like Michael Jordan in his day, untouchable. Does you know? Even if he's the one who may instigated the talk towards the end of the halftime, towards halftime, doesn't matter. Look, ultimately speaking, um. Brady's the goat. We know that. Yep. That's all there is to it. People need to There's, let go. People need to let no go. more. People need to let go of the well you knows. People go yep. well you know. If the tuck, no if the tuck rule it's ever, done. you know, if he, if he, if that tuck rule was called opposite, it's they would done now. It's, it's done. done. It's done out. It's done. Okay. There's, there's no one who's going to be better than Tom Brady. And Move I think on. We we have to realize that, and uh, it's to our chagrin as Giants fans because we hate him, but he's he's the goat. So the question begs now, moving forward, is. Who's more likely to perhaps win another Super Bowl? If he sti- Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? If he sticks around, it's going to be Brady. Really? If he sticks around, it's going to be Brady. He said he'll play the 45. Have you seen the supporting cast he has around him? Have you seen that supporting cast? That supporting cast is like playing Madden Ultimate Team. Mm-hmm. You have Brady. You have probably the... No, not probably. The greatest quarterback of all time. You have probably the greatest tight end of all time in Gronk. You have... An incredible chorus of receivers. Antonio Brown is now a Super Bowl champion. Sorry, Pittsburgh, and sorry, Oakland. Just well, sorry for it, them. They 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 dropped and him. Pay, and, but he caused a lot of antics over there. Oh well, he shut up and did his job. That's it. And that's then, what, that's what the and top then Mike Evans probably one probably in close. I'd say close to being the best receiver in the game. Yeah. Then you got that. Then you got Shady McCoy. Then you got Leonard Fournette. You got a great online that does the job. And then that defense is ridiculous. Jason Pierre Paul, Vita Vea had a great game, by the way. Vita yeah, Vea was yeah. destroying everything in his path. So let's just put this in the context. I think if he sticks around, he's going to win another ring. Okay, this is what I think. I agree with you. A couple of reasons why. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is now a destination for free agents to get in there, even if they have free agents leaving now. Free agents to come and replace those free agents who've left. Yep. It's like the Red because Wings. Of Tom, because of Tom Brady. It's, it's like the Red Wings. And the other thing to consider this. They're playing in the NFC South, which is changing now. You don't know who the quarterback for the New Orleans is going to be. You don't know what's going Carolina. They want to... Okay, Carolina's rebuilding. They want to They want to ship Terry Brid, Teddy Bridgewater. That's a rumor. Carolina's rebuilding. We know this. They want to ship Teddy Bridgewater and Atlanta's rebuilding. So, that's a... Anyway, our next topic on the rundown... Is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. So we talked. We've been talking. He about has the last few officially weeks. requested a trade. I don't blame him. Honestly, the I blame it on two men, Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson, for screwing Carson Wentz. Howie Roseman's made some really peculiar decisions, especially in that last draft. You draft Jalen Rager. You essentially you just draft Aguilar again. A speedster who has issues with his hands. And then you pick Jalen Hurts in the second round when you had other pressing needs. Mm-hmm. And then you don't really bother to replace injuries and free agents on the O-line, which lets him get killed. And then the defense is was effective as a wet cardboard, even though you brought in Darius Slay for a couple of picks. Mm-hmm. 
Like, everything went wrong this season for the Eagles. Doug Peterson is not a tactical guru. I don't want to hear nothing about how he's uh, an analytics guru because he made some terrible decisions in every single game. Every single game, he would he would go for it. He would take the he would take the field goal when it was more in his benefit to either go for it or punt. Yeah. So this is what I think. I think you're right. I think I think ultimately the lack of faith in Carson Wentz to stay on with him and then to just ultimately put him down and then bring Hurts in toward the end of the season would have probably led to him deciding that. Oh, of course. The the most likely destination I'm thinking and everybody else should be thinking is Indy. Indy, Indy. Because yeah, Frank Reich. They need a quarterback and Frank Reich's there and Frank they've got, Reich, you they've know. got a good all line. They got they a good need, defense. They, they're a team got, that's right there. They just need a quarterback. So now you're wondering what they're gonna do because ultimately who's gonna eat that contract? Because there's a lot of money that the, the Eagles and are And they need to give up some assets. They need to give up some assets. So they'll yeah. probably have to give up I'm estimating probably a first, a second, and maybe a mid first, uh, a mid a mid rounder. Well, it just depends. I think I think I think now with the quarterback situations for a lot of teams being open, it's not just you know, there's not just the teams that we talked about. We know that the Bears are talking about some stuff. We know that New Orleans don't know what's going to happen. We know there's a lot of teams out there. There's at least ten teams that right need now a really that good need quarterback. a quarterback. And you know, there's you know, it's always going to be something that's going to be out there. So right now, for Carson Wentz and for the the Colts, who need a quarterback, it seems like that's a likely destination spot for him. I, I'm not. I guess I'm not sold on whether or not it's the system or the quarterback that's been the issue. Well, he hasn't been, in my opinion. I've said this before. He's he had issues, but he was nowhere near the main issue in Philly. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near. They had so many issues from top to bottom. Speaking of quarterbacks, a possible trade: Dak for Deshaun. So that's our next topic that we're segueing to. Segway. Dak for Deshaun. That's been mentioned on our rival show that you know people listen to, PTI. Um, no plug for them. Plug for us. Um, the idea that the Cowboys and Texans... It's, look, I think that the, the issue is... I think Dak Prescott, safe to say, he's not getting the respect he probably Of course deserves. he isn't. Of course he isn't. I mean, I love Dak. I, I hate the Cowboys, but I love Dak. I think he's a quality quarterback. He's... Probably one of the best in the game. He he can he elevates that offense. Without him, their offense is nothing. Right, and we saw that. We like he suffered it broken the, the broken ankle, the, and that was it. The thing for Jerry Boy is to pay him or to not or not to pay him. And that's the question. And I think you pay him. Well, that's the thing. And yeah, then, you have to give him whatever he wants. Well, look, I think the issue now is with with as we talked about before, quarterback situations right now uncertain in teams. And now that the season's over, there's going to be a lot of talk. The draft's coming up, you know, next year early. There's going to be talk about, you know, what, who's going to do what, who's going to move, try to move up in the draft, who's going to try to trade. So I think that it, it opens up more opportunities for Dallas to make a move. I'm just not sure if getting rid of Dak is the, is the option. No. And, but the idea, the swap, because the Houston Texans have said it very clearly, we are not trading, trading. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Which, look, if like we said last uh, the last show, if you're Deshaun... That's fine. Do you sit out? I'll just sit out and wait because you need a quarterback. Who's on, and, your, who's on your depth and you, chart? And the, the Texans are are ruining him. They're ruining his prime years. Yeah. Anyway, our next topic on the docket is Russell Wilson. So another guy who's just sort of come out the last couple of days, Russell Wilson was on a radio show and talking about 
you know, some of the issues going on with the Seahawks. Honestly, I think it's Carroll. Very few people in 12s want to admit it, but I think he's past his expiration date. He's a great coach, but he it happens to all coaches. Okay. He's just past his expiration date. You can do whatever you want. You can sh- shuffle the deck chairs of, um, I mean, like, their OC deserved to get fired after that terrible performance against the Rams. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the hell were they doing? Yeah. He deserved it, but I think it's Carroll. Look, I think the, I think the, the, the complaint or the concern that Russell Wilson raises, I think, speaks to the fact that perhaps getting hit or not having protection, and that well, this is what Hawks offensive line was exposed. Well, this is in what that happens game against the Rams. This is what happens. He he's back to he's back to having a Tom Cable run line just without Tom Cable. Yeah, I think the, I think the concern here that Russell Wilson raises, I think he wants to know that there's going to be some effort put forward by the Seahawks to draft and get a stronger offensive line. line. Of course. I don't think Russell Wilson wants to be that guy who can run around like, you know, someone he, like He has home. elusiveness, but like he can't use his elusiveness for long. Defenses I, will just shut him down. Of course. He's been around the blocks. People know what he's going to do. Yeah, I really think that right now it's about looking at what's next because, you know, Russell Wilson's 32 years old. You know, that, you know, the quarterback's position, particularly a mobile quarterback, he can't run forever. And Patrick Mahomes is going to have surgery on that, that bad toe because that's what we know sort of limited what he could do at, in the Super Bowl. So, you know, he's making it very clear. I think for, reportedly the Seahawks are not happy with him calling it, but he's your quarterback. You don't I have think, anybody else. I think you get rid of Carroll. Honestly, yeah. he's pat. He's had so many years here. He won, and he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but I think it's him. I think he's the main problem in this situation. Okay, anyway, moving on. Next topic, we go to Crystal, Crystal ball. ball. We're going to baseball, and in this segment, we're going to go through both conferences, and we're going to be talking about who are going to be the cellar dwellers in each cellar sect of the dwellers. conference. So why don't we're this episode, we're going to be starting with the AL. Next episode, we're going to be doing the NL. Yeah. How about we start with the AL West? AL West. Okay. Now, it's going to be interesting. The Astros are still around. Make no mistake about it. The Astros are still around. So who's your cellar dweller in the, the, the AL West? Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm looking I'm, at my crystal ball. There's a lot of teams I will that tell you could make the, a push. I'm telling you the Rangers. Yeah. I mean, they they should have traded Joey Gallo and Lance Lynn in last year's deadline, but they decided to hold on to them mm-hmm. after demanding too much for them. Mm-hmm. And they held on to Mike Miner the trade deadline before for demanding too much for him, and they got two double-A ball prospects in cash. Yeah. Like... They're just screwing themselves over. I think the Rangers will be that last place team. I think historically with the Rangers has always been great hitting, no pitching. And I think that 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 story might just not really. They've had like even in the middle of the decade, they had a great pitching core. Well, that almost that that was making World Series and serious pushes. And they made the World Series, but I think the the issue for me is ever since that it's all gone downhill. And I think that the pitching. You don't have free agents flocking to Texas like you used to. Even with that new ballpark. 
Yeah, and I think it's... And the fact that they have that whole hullabaloo about the unwritten rules and Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to implore free agents to not sign with them because of the culture that they're creating. Right. Baseball's changing. Yeah. It's, it's America's pastime, but it's changing. Yeah. Like, you can't have athletes just follow unwritten rules anymore. Obviously, there are going to be unwritten rules, which are obviously going to be important. But, All right, so let's move on to... Yeah. We talked about the Tech. I say Texas Rangers. I think you agree with me on that one. Yep. Let's move to the AL Central, which is. Oh, the- God, that division is so trash. So it's hard to pick up. God, <laughs> that division is so. I'm I'm banking. Honestly, it's going to be the Pirates who are. Who are the AL Central. That, the AL Central. Not the NL that, Central. That's my fault. The, the AL Central is such a terrible division. Honestly, the Indians are rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Uh, change your name, anyways. Yeah, the Indians. It's uh, oh, canceled. Um, who are they? The Cleveland baseball the team. I think it'll be the Royals again. Oh yeah, they they have nice prospects. I mean, Chris Bubich looks pretty good, but I just don't know. I think that it's going to be a dogfight between the Royals and the Indians for the bottom spot in mm-hmm. the in the AL Central. Okay, and what's the last? Oh, we got another vision to look at the AL East. Um, at least the least, but not not on the least. I it's got to be Baltimore. Yeah, it's got to. I mean, Baltimore. they're on the right track. To getting back there, they just need because free agents don't Ryan want to play Mount, there. Ryan Mountcastle looks good, but just they need more. They need more out of their prospects. Free agents don't want to play there. Baltimore has been rebuilding for quite some time now. I think there were moments where you thought, well, maybe they could just get there, but then they've sort of you know yeah because off. they've been straddling straddling the line. I, honestly, they they'd be better off bunnying the rest of Chris Davis's awful contract. Mm. It's just terrible watching yeah. him decline he'd give up all the money right now if i'm him i'd give up all the money i'm owed right now to get back to my prime okay it's sad to watch him go out like this all right so on that account we also have a couple of free agents free agents we want yep. to change topics to free we have signings. trevor bauer and <laughs> we are about to you prepare for some salt as um you're going to be hearing for some from two salty mets fans about him not signing with us well you know i mean just, he was teasing with it, with the little Mets hat in his YouTube videos, saying, I'm a Mets fan, oh, wow. I'm, I like what the Mets are doing with Steve Cohen, and then yeah. go and sign with the LA Dodgers. Oh, well, the other, look. And he got game. paid, he's getting paid more than the salary of the Indians. This is, this is a, this is a, this is a, a warning shot to all teams, basically saying, including the Yankees. Yep, you we're meet, here. You meet the new team, the new Yankees of the West Coast. LA doesn't care how much they have to spend. Yeah, as long as they spend it, as long I mean, as they that's get the guys. what that's what the Guggenheim Baseball Group have been about since they've come in, taking over for Frank Frank from Frank McCourt. That's it. That's what they've been about: spend, spend, spend to win. win. Right. So we spend to win. It. That's why they paid Mookie Betts. Yeah. That's why they're paying. That's why they've got an amazing farm system, mm-hmm. which are which are developing like amazing prospects out of an assembly line. Okay. So it's gonna, another one is JP Riomuto. JT Riomuto, and I'm gonna rant, rant at the Phillies. Last year, you had an amazing core. Your hitting was fantastic. Bryce Harper was unbelievable. Your supporting cast was amazing. Alec Bohm was incredible. Noller and Wheeler was incredible. No, Eflin was amazing. That pitching core was really good. But what did you forget? The bullpen. Your best reliever, once again, was Hector Neris, a seventh-inning guy. Again. 
be better dive for some more scraps. Oh, David Phelps. Yeah, he's a really good. He's a really good closer. Quality, quality closer. Um, Brandon Workman. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, you resign. You had to choose between Real Muto and the bullpen, and you chose Real Muto. Good luck with that terrible bullpen. Good luck with it, Phillies. We'll, we'll be laughing at you as Mets fans as you crumble because of that that terrible bullpen. Not because the not saying that the Mets bullpen is much better. But anyway, I digress. All right. So the last baseball ish, uh, matter we have here is Yadier Molina. I knew back. he was going to return. Okay, so he back. wants he wants to play on one more one more one, one more year. Molina is a legend. Yep. He's he. They're going to roll out the the red carpet for him. They might. They're probably going to tra transition through eras with the getting of Arenado. I think it's going to be a beginning for a new era mm -hmm. for St. Louis, mm -hmm. and they're going to be in like a San, San Antonio Spurs type situation where they transferred from Robinson into Duncan. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do this season with um, a declining Molina and Wainwright with the new guys that they've got to bring in okay. and start to gel with the organization, especially um, a disgruntled Arenado. You need to reassure him. Okay, so hold on. So we're going to – I think we've covered the rundown that we need to cover. Yep. The last issue, of Segment. course, is – this is Junior's What rant. are you doing? But what are you doing? So this is a good what are you doing? Because everybody oh, can relate to this. Oh, this is a time. this is a good one. J E T S suck suck suck. You suck. You okay. what are you doing, Jets? All right, let's detail this. This year was worst case scenario. Last year you robbed us of zero and zero and sixteen by losing to the Bungles. This season you screwed over your own zero and sixteen. And it wasn't without some laughs. You kept the offensive genius in Adam Gase around for a couple of weeks, even though he outright hated Le'Veon Bell. And speaking of Le'Veon Bell, you cut him in the middle of the season. I understand it's a horrible contract, but you don't do that in the middle of the season unless you're the butt fumble. And it got even better. You got you. We surpassed the butt fumble. We had the butt catch against Miami. This is your identity, Jets. Whether you want to admit it or not, this is your identity. I'm actually happy that you didn't get the first pick and didn't get Trevor Lawrence because he would have died behind that ter that offensive line. And not to say your offensive line is terrible. The only good thing about your offensive line is Mekhi Becton, who looks who looked very very good in his rookie year. I'll say that looks like a straight beast. But you mangled Sam Darnold's development big time. Greg Williams blitzed for some reason on the final play of the game. Oh, it's always a laugh with the New York Jets, especially since we're Giants fans. We just sit back and watch the Schadenfreude and just enjoy it. It's a, it's our dessert. It's it's beautiful, and I'm not gonna say much else because honestly, you're not worth me going over anymore. I've already detailed all the laughs. You guys can go and search it up for yourselves if you want even more Schadenfreude. You heard it here first. That was the rant, and that is the end of our show. Another yep. Friday down. Another Friday down. We'll have to see. wait and see. There are still a little bit more smaller pieces to move around in MLB. And we will be talking about basketball as that's ramping up now. We'll be talking about the All-Star All teams predictions next week. That's if there is an All-Star game. Let's watch for that. But that's a, it for our show this week. Don't forget to stick around for more shows and go and check out the YouTube channel for, for different content that I put out. And we will see you guys next week. Take care. Bye.